folks, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host, I'm your Brains Coach, and it is my job here to bring to you all the best cutting-edge recent brain-body tools from research labs and experience of successful people, all these tools so you could feel, look, and do your best. Folks, it's all, it all comes from your brain. Every single decision emotion, thought. It is formed in your brain. Your brain is like this data center. It gets all the data from all of your internal organs, your external environment, your past experience, your projections into the future, and it gives you thoughts and feelings, and it drives your actions. And the power of a human being, or the beauty of being a human being, is that we can influence a lot of those inputs once we understand what kind of results they tend to produce and how to adjust adjust them for the desired outcome. Um, Yesterday, folks, um, it was an interesting day. It started by with climbing a mountain. We have this sort of networking uh, event in Cape Town organized by Will Green. Um, If you look it up, it's Will Green's walks. So we uh, gather together at 6 a.m. at the bottom of the mountain and it's still dark. And then it's probably like an hour up there. And the elevation is the... Top of the mountain is 669 meters above water, but we start um, a little bit above sea level um, at the beginning, and then you know there is a lot of like walking and climbing, so it's also quite a workout. But anyhow, and then at the top we talk a lot, and while we walk we talk a lot, and then uh, we have coffee, and it's one kind of, one of a kind way to build great connections, relationships, and learn about each other. Like the conversations, the quality of the conversation that you have while going through this experience is nothing that I've experienced at any other kind of networking event. And I believe it's because that uh, experience itself uh, of overcoming challenges and that creates a certain brain-body chemistry that produces specific thought and emotional patterns. When you overcome challenges, folks, don't underestimate the influence of different experiences in your life. And uh, by not uh, underestimating, I mean design them into your life. And so instead of inviting people on some boring dinner, invite people for an experience. Yes, a lot of people will uh, sign out from challenging experiences. But you want to ask yourself, do you want people in your network who want things easy? Like, are these the kind of people you actually want to be around? Uh, and it's not about uh, people bad or good. No, it's about what do you want to cultivate? What qualities do you want to cultivate in yourself? There is a saying, it's popular and it's true. You're the average of five people around you. So what kind of people do you want to have around you? What kind of qualities do you want those people to elevate in you, to inspire in you? And then, again, kind of backcast from that. Now, what kind of experience do you think will attract those people? And when it comes to walking uphill at 6 a.m. in the morning, quite a workout, I must say. Um, what kind of people do you think that attracts? Who are the crazy ones who are going to do that? 
right? And I believe also that is not just the chemistry that happens inside of our bodies and brain, but also the kind of invitation and experience itself will only attract a certain kind of people. People who like challenging themselves, who are ready to go through challenges together with other people to uh, build connections, to uh, meet each other, and to have this social reward, so to speak, by working hard uh, before you get to that reward. Um, that is kind of a prelude. But then, um, you know, so the day started in an interesting way. And then I had another sort of networking meetup uh, later in the day. You know what I do on, on LinkedIn? I wanted to share with you my strategy. So I'm new to Cape Town and I'm building my connections. And what I started doing, I genuinely reach out on LinkedIn and I ask, founders, entrepreneurs, people who I want to connect more with. Um, I tell them I'm new to Cape Town and building my network and want to meet cool people, entrepreneurs, founders. Are you up for like a coffee, a walk? We have this beautiful promenade. And a lot of people, first of all, a lot of people are surprised. And as I talked to one of them yesterday, he's like, I was kind of like uh, on the fence about saying yes to that because nobody usually asks me out like a person random person on LinkedIn but because you said you uh, came out so honest and genuine and just ask basically for help to connect with people to make friends etc I'm like yeah why not we'll, we'll see what happens it's a you know prominent public space what what's the worst that can happen so uh, and he genuinely uh, Anton his name uh, he shared with me this information and um, so why am I telling to, uh, you this? First of all, this is a great strategy, being honest on LinkedIn. And if you truly want to build connections, and that's the only way, folks, to get to help more people, to get more business, to make more friends, to create the kind of network, a strong network that you actually are proud of and that makes you feel good, not just some empty connections that you never really truly connect with. So anyhow, so... Uh, Connect in a genuine way and you're going to build a strong network fast. And people, at the end of the day, people do love, do business and work with people they like and that trust with their friends. So make friends. That's my advice. And I'm using LinkedIn as my <laughs> tool to do so um, because I have a genuine intention to make friends and build connections in a new city. So anyhow, then we... Uh, with Anton, we went out for a walk along the promenade and we started talking about different aspects of entrepreneurship and he shared with me, uh, you know, how he developed um, his companies and the journey he went on. Um, and then we started talking about uh, my side of things, coaching. And he said, you know, if that was like a year ago, I definitely signed up for whatever coaching you were offering because I wasn't, I was in that low moment where my business wasn't really showing signs of progress. And I was really in that mentally and emotionally, I was in that down phase and I didn't feel all that motivated. I didn't feel clear. I didn't feel, uh, I didn't know what to do. I felt kind of stuck. And that, first of all, reminded me of the podcast that we did last time. Check it out on how to get unstuck neuroscience and tools from the best performance in, in writing, artists, uh, business. So that, you know, 
his story reminded me of that podcast because again he felt stuck and it also reminded me of why so many entrepreneurs find it difficult to keep going especially at the beginning when you don't see the progress and that instantly reminded me of all the tools that I always teach entrepreneurs and I always you know whenever I feel stuck whenever I feel demotivated I walk myself through this toolkit and make sure that I use it in order to get back to my motivated state to feel driven motivated curious excited energized to keep going, to keep putting in the work and uh, do the experiments and take next action step, whatever they are, even if I'm certain, right? Just take an action. So Anton shared with me, you know, the state of not seeing progress and how demotivating it was. So as an entrepreneur or a professional, if you feel stuck and you feel like there is no progress, no movement, well, first of all, listen to our podcast we did last time and you'll get three very simple, most effective tools, how to deal with that stucky feeling. But then on the side of progress, folks, when we are in the middle of our journey or in the beginning of our entrepreneurial journey, for example, uh, a lot of times it's not like you start something and you're going to start seeing results right away. Alex Ramosi said like a couple of days ago, something along the lines that people who win in life are people who are willing to put in the work without the signs of any progress at the beginning. And sometimes it takes a long time to not see that progress. But I believe also that we as entrepreneurs, that we as mission purpose driven people, uh, if you're driven by an idea, if you want to improve, if you want to get better, if you want to create something, we also need to learn how to measure progress in a different way so you actually do feel like you make progress, so you actually do feel motivated instead of feeling like it sucks and you're just in a struggle. Like, Enduring that for months and years, you know, it can backfire from mental health problems to uh, binge drinking and taking drugs and destroying relationships. It can backfire in so many ways. And a lot of people just simply quit because that feeling of demotivation, of not seeing progress, of feeling stuck, it's a very powerful feeling. Your dopamine levels, the major molecule that makes you feel driven, that makes you do things, that makes you take action, that's what it's designed for. The level of that molecule drops because you don't see the progress or you don't measure the progress in the right way. And it drops for a very simple reason. Your brain wants you to save energy. Your brain wants you to succeed. Your brain wants you to prevent wasting more energy and resources because you can die. Like in evolutionary times, you know, during caveman times, if you overextended your energy and you didn't get a reward, like food, for example, you run out of energy, you die. And your brain still does the mathematics. You don't see the progress. You don't measure any sorts of progress. You start feeling demotivated. You start feeling stuck you start feeling like quitting. And a lot of times in many pursuits, your win is just a step away. And on that note, folks, I also want you to remember Addison. 
10,000 attempts or so before he created his electrical bulb that changed the world. And when he was asked, didn't you feel, you know, demotivated, like you failed so many times, to which he said, and folks, that is a very important change in perspective. I didn't fail 10,000 times. I just found 9,900 whatever times uh, ways that that didn't work. So he actually measured his progress differently. He focused on the gain, the experiments, the learnings, all the things that all the knowledge that he accumulated. And because of that, he succeeded. Right. So just think about that. Another example, Elon Musk. Uh, if you followed his business journey, I'm specifically talking about SpaceX. I watched his rockets at the very beginning before his, um, you know, launching system that puts rockets into the space and then comes back. Before that worked, there were two big attempts and both of them crashed, losing millions, maybe even billions of dollars. And they basically had only money for one more try. And then they would have to announce that they were bankrupt. But the point I think that not a lot of people get, without those two failed attempts, they wouldn't have adjusted. They wouldn't have learned the things they needed to learn. Their success was not possible without those failures. So again, a lot of times, it's just one more launch away, that success. And Dan Sullivan, he is the uh, CEO, uh, founder, co-founder of Strategic Coach, who works with um, entrepreneurs who make hundreds and mil- hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars in revenue. So he teaches them how to do business better. So you work uh, in your genius zone and you work on the business, not in the business. Um, he f- focuses on scale and creating also this work-life balance, uh, increasing your influence, but also living your life. Anyhow, uh, he has this concept in the book, Gain and the Gap. And the concept in this book is a very powerful one. And that's the same one that um, Edison used, that Elon Musk used to keep going. You Focus on the game, not on the gap, if you want to stay in the game long term and actually see your success going through after all the failed attempts. So what is the concept gain in the gap? So entrepreneurs who quit before they succeed because they feel demotivated, because they feel like it's meaningless. And your brain does a very good job at keeping you, you know, in a safe place so you survive and maybe have another chance to thrive. But it's not always in your best interest, and especially in the world we live now. Like the uh, initial signals or urges uh, from your brain, from your uh, brain that, again, evolved uh, so many thousands of years ago uh, that was running around in savannas, you know, with lions and gazelles, was trying to make you survive. That's not necessarily, you know, it doesn't make the best decisions in our modern world that is completely different. So back to the concept, what's the gain and the gap and where successful entrepreneurs actually focus helping themselves to feel motivated, even if they experience a lot, a lot of failure and don't see direct progress, like maybe increase in revenue uh, and 
uh, or seeing profits from their business or maybe seeing good customer traction like customer acquisition and signups, etc. Whatever the direct metric of success is, you might not see it for quite a while. Like a lot of successful ventures have not seen it before they figured out the winning formula, right? It's like Addison. You try 9,000 times and you fail, but you don't just fail. You actually, if you design everything right, learn from that. And so focusing on the gain, not on the gap, is focusing on indirect metrics that lead to success that are, in fact, in a lot of cases, unnecessary for success. Very few people would have an idea that will just shoot up from the first attempt. No, for most people, it works like that. You have an idea, you put it into the world. Like, you know, Mike Mike Tyson said, everyone has a plan until they're punched in the face. You have a plan when you go into boxing match. But once you in the game, so to speak, your opponent has other plans and the interaction will change the plan completely. So the same in entrepreneurship, the same with anything you do in life. You have a plan, you get out there, you take actions in real life, and then all of a sudden, your whole plan has to change. But of course, if you are smart enough, you start gathering data. You start learning from every iteration. You know, okay, I tried this, didn't quite work. I tried this, another coaching offer, for example, and I signed up people. So it means people who I reach out to are interested in that, not in this other thing that I started with. And then you try something else and you're like, oh, now I have not three people, but like 10 people interested. Okay, that is even better. What if I can do even better? And you try again and something else gets even better and you get better traction, right? Or sometimes you get worse traction. And you're like, okay, I organized the event, only two people signed up and then I got 30 and then I changed something and I got, I got like 10. And... Through all these experiences, you gotta, again, somehow capture data. You gotta figure out how to learn from that. And you gotta capture those lessons. You're like, okay, the first attempt, I learned this, this, and that. Then the second attempt, I learned this, this, and that. And then you look at that sheet of, you know, paper in WordPress, uh, maybe Excel, um, whatever that thing you use to capture your lessons. You look there, let's say in a couple of weeks, in 30 days, and you're like, huh, this is what I've learned. This is the amount of work I put in. And now I'm that much closer to the solution. These are the amount of iterations that I, or changes that I made to my pitch. And I learned from that to do that and not to do that. So I'm much closer to the outcome. Or for example, if you are on your fitness journey, if you try to lose weight, etc., if you try to improve your performance in any arena, the same thing, you may not get very successful from the first attempts, from many, many attempts, perhaps, until you get really, really good. But you're going to be learning along the way. And the key to feel the progress, to stay in the game, not in the gap, to keep going, to keep playing the game, the key to all of that is to actually measure those lessons, measure that learning progress, uh, 
capture it somehow, not just in your head, but have a system. And it can be a simple system like, again, WordPress document. In, uh, it can be something like an Excel sheet. It can be uh, Evernote, whatever that is. It can be an app. Like with a lot of my clients, I use um, a habit tracking app, and then I actually create graphs based on that, and I show them um, how much more consistent they actually got. And then after a while, they start seeing results, and I show them, you see how the work you put in actually correlates with your results. And now they see that it's not magic, it's actually their effort. But um, before I show them the graph, even without the results, just to show them the work they put in and the lesson they learned and things they improved. So I capture that for them. So if you want to stay in the game, if you want to feel motivated, if you don't want to lose that you know, feeling also curiosity and excitement about the thing that you're working on. If you want to be that Addison, if you want to be that Elon Musk who goes after that no matter what, you got to capture your learnings. You got to figure, figure out a way to stay in the gain, not in the gap. And when you stay in the gap, you focus on what you don't have, on how far you still have to go. And that far might be unknown or on the fact that you are not there yet, even though you might have been working on that thing for a couple of years now. And um, I can personally relate. So when for a couple of weeks I forget or I get too busy to check in with myself and capture those lessons and things I do. Like, for example, in the last couple of weeks, I did two new events and I learned a lot and it improved, like 800 improvements in show-ups for that audio event, right? So if I don't capture that and I just keep going, I might at some point become demotivated because I didn't get my uh, ultimate goal of creating company with consistent and abundant flow of clients, right? But before that, again, there are so many learnings that I can be capturing, so many improvements and so many other indicators of progress that are actually there. Like again, improving improving my show up for the event from zero people, from one person actually to 10. That's like what, 1000% improvement, right? It is an improvement. It is progress. But again, if somebody just focuses on one indicator of progress in their business, and you might be there, folks, you might feel very demotivated because that progress might not come for many months and years. But the thing is, if you don't put in the work and if you don't get the learnings, like all the failure learnings, so to speak, if you don't get that, you don't get a chance to shoot, to launch your third rocket that will lead to ultimate success and creating the company that then serves NASA and opens up a road to a whole you know, range of companies in private um, space sector. So all of this to say, and the most important tool, folks, the most important concept is, yes, stay in the gain, not in the gap. But what it means is don't just have one indicator of success. Have other um, indicators that measure your progress. Uh, that can be, again, the things that you learn, the perhaps amount of people you talked, the improvements if you do any sorts of events in show-ups, the improvement of engagement on your social media. The uh, um, There are so many different metrics in different businesses. 
right? I'm just telling you some that make sense um, in my case. The amount of people who sign up for different coaching offers, uh, the feedback that you get from people, um, like, you know, you used to get that much feedback and now the feedback is much better and you get it from a lot more people. So when you capture all of that, you show your own brain there is progress and that progress make your success, your ultimate success, a lot more possible. And then your brain knows that there is a reward and it's getting closer and your brain will start boosting your dopamine. And that dopamine, there has been really good research that whenever we feel we're getting closer to the goal, our brain releases more dopamine and we feel more motivated. But with that dopamine also comes excitement, curiosity, creativity that helps with your success even more. And there is also energy that comes with it. So the takeaway, the practical takeaway and the tool for you to do right now, this weekend, is look at a business and think about progress indicators that you might start measuring to measure that um, not as obvious success or progress towards your success. So figure out two, three other indirect indicators of your success, of your progress towards that success. So that's your homework. And understand, folks, that this is important to make your brain see the reward, your progress, your journey towards that reward. So you feel motivated, so you feel excited, you feel creative, and you put in more action and better actions, and you'll get a chance to launch that third rocket that will put you on the map of business, perhaps globally. And that's it for today. That's what I wanted to share. I tried to make this episode of Bring Your Brain Coach podcast more storyful. I hope you like them and um, give me a feedback. If you like that, if, you, if you'd like more stories. Also, folks, please, if you learn something valuable, if you believe this can really help you in your life and in your business, and if you try and it helps, and, and, and I'm sure it, it actually works, but you just got to try it. If you try things that you hear on this podcast, that you learn in this podcast, in the word, please do share. Because ultimate goal of this podcast is to help a lot more people to do a lot better. So we create better world all together much faster. And by sharing this podcast, you are taking part in this mission of creating the world where we have more makers, more entrepreneurs who succeed, making the world a much better hopeful, dreamful place. So share this podcast, also review, rate, that also helps to spread this podcast to the ears of more people. And again, your homework is to come up with two, three indirect success indicators. Like remember Addison, I didn't fail 9,000 times. I learned 9,000 things that didn't work, that make you, that make me come closer to my success. So think about two, three indirect indicators of your success and start measuring those on a regular basis. If not daily, then every single week. And definitely in the times when you feel like you lack progress and you feel demotivated and you feel like giving up. That's it, folks. Have an awesome weekend. Share this podcast, reach out, and I'll talk to you very soon.